You're listening to Tech Talk Central. Hello, 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 Oren. This is Yanis Rizopoulos for TTC. For more, not only for Mediterranean. Yes, for uh, Southern Europe, yeah. Seven European countries. Okay, so uh, Oren, uh, you are IT project manager for Cisco at this region. It's I think it's a position that lets you try first and before everybody else, new generation data centers. Really? Correct. Really. And relative services. Tell us more about it. So basically what we're looking to do in IT is to provide the best platform for our uh, employees, for our users. Uh, in my case, a lot of developers, engineers, <laughs> the best platform for them to develop their product in the fastest and most cost-effective way. Mm-hmm. One of the challenges that we have in development uh, often is that, uh, you know, developing groups will order and install hardware devices. After a couple of months, they'll stop using the, the hardware and it'll uh, be wasted. So mm-hmm. we're looking for ways to use all our resources in the most effective way. And we find that virtualization using the cloud uh, is really the best way to do that. Mm-hmm. And do you think that we are living through a period of continuous transformation we're leaving behind us uh, physical machines that are approaching full speed ahead, virtual ones, right? So, yeah. So today, <clears throat> within Cisco, 90% of mm-hmm. all our services are virtualized. Already 90%. Right we're yes. heading towards 95%. That's our goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but already 90% is in the cloud. Uh, and the one constant thing I can say that is constant is constantly there's change. So, yeah. So we're constantly developing constantly changing, constantly trying to improve the environment. Mm -hmm. Um, Today we've moved 90%, as I said, of our development organization over to a virtual environment. Mm -hmm. We're finding it to be much more cost-effective for the engineers. It gives them access to resources in a much more timely way, so it's much faster for them to get things up and running. Uh, These are the the main benefits of this new brave world? Well, the main benefits, well, there are several main benefits. So one, one again. Can you tell us more? Sure. So one again is really their ability from the time they have a project to actually start working on that project. Mm-hmm. Obviously today in the competitive atmosphere that we have in the world, uh, the ability to get to market quickly, what we call TTM, time to market, is critical. So the whole logistical aspect of setting up a project, uh, buying devices, setting them up, installing them, all that can take as long as three months before a project can actually start working. By virtualizing this and having it all automated and self-service, our employees are able to actually go into our e-store, our Cisco online uh, store, able to purchase services that they need and use them immediately within minutes. Who's going to buy from that? Actually, what we do in Cisco is Mm -hmm. that we have what's called IT as a service. So I'm actually a service provider to Mm -hmm. my employees. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. they actually pay for what they need. This is an inside uh, store. It's not for the in, yes, I'm sorry. Yes, yes. I wasn't clear. Yeah. It's an inside story. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is actually, uh, I act within IT and Cisco. We act as service providers to our employees. Mm-hmm. So if they need a certain service, they actually go on to the e-store, our internal e-store. Mm-hmm. They acquire that service. They purchase it. and They pay for it as they use it. When they stop using it, they give it back and they stop paying for it. So it makes it much more cost effective for them. It lets them have the resources very quickly and makes us also have efficient use of all our resources. Mm-hmm. So it's a win-win for everybody. Um, let's leave behind uh, Cisco, and uh, I want to ask you, uh, this transformation period, let's say, uh, when has really started for the common people, for the for the company on the road, for enterprise? And we're halfway through or uh, nearing the end or starting? 
That's a great question. So I think it basically started, I would say, around 2007 mm -hmm. when we started with the smartphones. When Apple came out with their iPhone, yes. for example, so virtually you had to provide services on these devices. You had a virtual computer on your hand. Exactly. And it's as powerful as any laptop or desktop mm -hmm. computer. Mm -hmm. But you can do everything through it. So the second we had that device, we had to find a way where we're going to put that data because it's not going to be on the phone. It's got to be somewhere where everybody can get access to it. It started then, and today we have about 6 million I'm sorry, six billion devices billion connected. Device. Yes. Six billion devices connected. And the way Cisco sees it is that it's going to just grow by leaps and bounds years over year. So, so today, although it seems like we are halfway through this, this period, but I would say we're just at the starting point. Mm -hmm. Today, only 1% of devices are connected. We talk a lot about the Internet of Things. 1%? Internet, yeah. Only? Only 1% of things are connected, connected today. to the Internet. Yes, yes. Yes. So today, for example, we have our hardware connected. But the question is, we have so much more we can connect in the world. If we think of the appliances mm -hmm. you have at home, the yeah. things you have in your car. That's, that's in there. Et right. So the internet of everything basically will connect everything as well as within the company. Mm -hmm. Um, so again, virtualization, I think, and going towards the cloud, we're at, we're in the infancy right now. Uh, and it's mm -hmm. just going to go more and more as time goes on. So Oren, you are responsible for IT department for Cisco. In this area, so uh, you have the privilege to test first and before everybody else. How many machines and services? Wow! So again, Cisco's run as a global company, so our mm -hmm. services are run globally. I am responsible for for all the northern Mediterranean countries, uh, including Israel, let's say, uh, and providing those global services to those local employees. Uh, and also understanding from the local employees what their needs are and feeding mm -hmm. them back into mm -hmm. IT globally mm -hmm. to make sure we can get those yeah, services. It's, it's a two-way system. Yeah, so, so the, actually the, the services that the, the employees in, in my region use are from data centers around the globe. Mm -hmm. So we don't necessarily have services just in the south. We have them all over the place, and everybody makes use of them. Are they different in the southerners? I would say the challenges we have in a global company in the south are are more related to uh, – you know, we're an American company, and as you can hear from my accent, I'm American myself. <laughs> and uh, the language that we speak in this in this global virtual country called Cisco is English. And I but I do find that the Southern European countries, as opposed to the Northern European countries, their English is weaker. So if you're looking, mm. if they're looking for support, they're looking for uh, information, etc. They like to speak to someone in their own language. So uh, the language a barrier. There yeah. is a language barrier. There is there is challenges. I wouldn't say it's a barrier, but it's definitely a challenge where we have mm -hmm. our our global support centers, let's say in India or in the U.S. And there's difficulties with the accents, difficulty with the vocabulary, etc. What about their needs? Technical technology. The technical needs. needs, I would say, are about the same within the, within same. the Cisco. Yeah, we have a standard global standard mm -hmm. that we provide for all mm -hmm. employees. So every employee mm -hmm. gets a laptop. Most employees have BYOD devices, bring your own devices. They have their smartphones and their iPads, and we very much encourage them to take their personal devices, bring them bring into the office, device. and use or it. Or bring your own danger to work. Bring your own danger to work. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Never thought of it that way. Yeah, yeah. But so, so for us, it's very, very critical to secure those devices. Yes. We have right. a lot of security that we put on those devices. Uh, every employee, when he wants to bring his device into the network, has to register it. He has to then down automatically profile, mm -hmm. security profiles are downloaded to that device. Mm -hmm. uh, and he basically gives over control of that device to Cisco IT. Mm -hmm. So even though it's his own device, because he's putting it on our network, we have all these rules and regulations mm -hmm. uh, that we have to uh, uh, impose on that device to let him get those services. And they mm -hmm. agree to it. So today we have, 
approximately 69,000 BYOD devices in the company. 69,000. Uh, in all company, you mean? In Cisco. So yeah. we have about 75,000 employees, but we have about 69,000 BYOD devices. That's an incredible number. Uh, now, again, people can have more than one device. So I have an iPhone. I have an iPad. I could put both of them on the network. Mm-hmm. So I'll have two of those devices, right? And I get all these kinds, all these great services from Cisco for mm-hmm. those devices. Mm-hmm. So, uh, given uh, the privilege we were talking about before, uh, you are the first to test uh, Cisco Intelligent Autonomous Cloud. Mm-hmm. Tell us more about it. Right. So, basically, the way we do with Cisco IT is that um, often Cisco is a very innovative co- company. We develop new products. Anytime the uh, engineering department, our developers develop a new product, they always want us to install it first, Cisco mm-hmm. IT. Mm-hmm. Uh, thereby, we, they can learn from it. They can see how it works in a production environment. You are test driver. Yes, we are the, <laughs> we are, we are the guinea pigs, as they call, right? We're the test <laughs> guinea drivers. Pigs, exactly. Yes. Um, and, uh, but we have a very methodical way that we put it through, through mm-hmm. testing. So I have to support a huge company. As I said, we're about 75,000 employees. The company globally has about $50 billion in revenue a year. Uh, we're obviously, we're one of the larger companies in the world. Uh, so I can't just take any product and put it in my network. Uh, so we have a very formalized uh, pilot program. Protocols. Well, it's a protocols, pilot program. Yes. We put it through an alpha, beta pilot production process. That whole process could take as long as six months to two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and once we've identified that this product, A, is going to be helpful to the employees, B, is going to be easy to install and manage, easy to configure, and it's stable, only then will we put it in production. Mm-hmm. It'll go through the alpha, beta pilot production process. Uh and thereby, when it gets to the market, uh, what's great about it is it's always very, very stable because it's already mm-hmm. gone through what we call the fire of Cisco IT. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, tell me one more. Uh, what are the prospects for this super cloud you're, you were preaching outside? What's the future of a new generation networks? So these new generation networks are going to be all-encompassing. And to be mm-hmm. honest with you, I think what we have today is the foundation Mm-hmm. But it's really the imagination is the only limit. So the truth is today we're seeing it going in all directions. We talk about IOE, Internet of Everything. Yes. Uh, and obviously that's all going to be cloud-based. So all the sensors and all the information that we're going to gather, all the analytics will all be in that cloud. What we're looking in Cisco IT to do is to build that foundation, to build that 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 uh, infrastructure, to be able to support the needs that we don't yet envision that will exist. So they're all mm-hmm. coming. They're coming down the road. We know it's going to come. We see the light. But we don't necessarily really know exactly what's coming. So there's going to be a ton of data coming our way. There's going to be a ton of uh, uh, services that will be available. Uh, and today, to be honest with you, within Cisco IT, our mandate is called mobility first. So any service we roll out today has to be on the BYOD device, has to be in the cloud. So we're not yet going to we're not going to roll it out first on the laptop or on the desktop or within the office. We're going to roll it out into the cloud. Uh, because we understand that for our employees, they have to be able to access these services from wherever they are, uh, and uh, they have to be cloud-based. And uh, everything coming down the road is going to be in that in that realm. Okay, okay. Thank you very much, Oren Oren Seliger from Cisco, and I'm Yanis Rizopoulos from Cisco Connect 2014. Stay tuned. Thank you very much. Thank you. You're listening to Tech Talk Central.